culture. Pop my culture. Pop my culture. Everyone. Pop my culture. Pop my culture. Pop my culture. It's the Pop My Culture Podcast with your hosts, Cole Stratton and Vanessa Ragland. Hey everybody, welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. And I'm Vanessa Ragland. Uh, this is different for us. Thank you. <laughs> Instead of, uh, you know, my mom clapping from the kitchen, yeah. we have an actual audience, uh, which is, I don't live with my mom, that's a lie. Um, okay. But we are broadcasting, uh, not live, we're taping live, yeah. uh, from the Rooftop Aspen Comedy Festival. So thank you guys for having us. We're really excited to be here. Yeah, and the altitude is great. I love it. It's you really know? fun to do this with little to no oxygen. Yeah. You need good. to pant a lot. And... It's good. It's good. The Sherpas wouldn't take us up here, so it was, it was nice. Um, so uh, thank you guys for all being here. We've got an awesome, awesome podcast lined up for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you aren't familiar with it, which you probably aren't, uh, it's anything pop culture. It's a lot of fun, free-flowing. So yeah. we'll get going. Our guest today, if you watch NBC on Thursday nights, you're probably familiar with both of them, uh, Oscar Nunez and Danny Pudi. Yay! <laughs> We have place settings, so everyone knows where they go. Hey, Oscar. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Great. Thank you guys for doing this and being here and everything. Yeah. You're very welcome. Thank you for having us. So this is on the radio or is this on... It's on the internet. This is on the internet. But you can put headphones in the internet. Okay. Just tap into it. So I can't do radio jokes like... Danny's wearing a lovely gown. No, you can do that. Can see it. You can do that. No, it's not a video. Oscar's oh, wearing a tankini. It's just aural. It's just an audio. It's just and an they audio both match. podcast. <laughs> They're both se- sequenced. Accidentally? I don't think so. No. It's, it's just audio. So, as I can tell, you're a long-time listener, Oscar. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> by the way, I've always wanted to be a Sherpa. I just thought I'd mention that. This is great. Uh, well, thank you guys for being here. Uh, it, there's a lot of big pop culture things going on this weekend. Um, uh, and there hasn't really been a celebrity death this week, but you might count this. Um, after 87 oh, years, Little sad. Orphan Annie's calling it quits. The last Little Orphan Annie comic ran today. Yeah, oh, and she God. didn't even get a mom and dad in it. Oh, it's because no. she had a horrible drug problem. She never did. No one wanted yeah. to what? adopt. She it. didn't even get pupils and irises at the end. There, it was <laughs> really cavernous, cavernous holes in her head. Hence horrible. the drug problem. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, that's like point. one of the few comic strips that. Is kind of like, you know, like Abe Vigoda or something. You're like, he's still alive? Like, it's like <laughs> that kind of thing for a comic strip. And, and pure, purely on character, because she wasn't hot. She was just a little... Hey. St- hey. Yeah. She's hey. a little firecracker. Was she? I think she was very sensual. <laughs> oh, I go with Danny. But pluck and luck. Up. She's full of pluck and luck. Um, I have ties to a little redhead. And um, she won Halloween, dressed up as Annie. And I'm going to say it was one of the best Halloweens I've ever had. Whoa. <laughs> I, that was also the Halloween I dressed up as Zorro. I was highly influenced by Antonio Banderas's uh, rendition of Zorro. I think Zorro good. and Annie would be a fairly controversial tabloid couple. <laughs> be pretty hot though. Yeah. It's kind of a nice mix. Everybody's got an outfit. They know what they're wearing in the morning. You know. Yeah. No. Done. Did you know right away you were going to wear that today? Oh, I meant those characters. Oh, okay. They oh, have well, well, they have the one. Right. Eventually, but, it's going to come to that point where they have to put on the Zorro mask. But, but it's not just the one. It's several outfits that are the same. Let's just right. be clear they're on that. They're not dirty. It's, no, exactly. They're always clean. So there's yeah. like three or four of the same outfit. So do they go to the dry cleaner and everyone knows, like, hey, you know, welcome to White House Cleaners. 
Here's my rack of White Batman House outfits. <laughs> well, that's where I go too. <laughs> Little plug: White House cleaners. <laughs> Pasadena, California. We just got a Try them out. Everybody. Wonderful starching. <laughs> Let's tweet at them. <laughs> um, also, this weekend, uh, two '80s throwbacks opened against each other: the A Team and the Karate Kid remakes. Yeah. Woo! Um, Woo! Reimaginings, or however you want to call it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Karate Kid won handily at the box office this weekend. Oh, it made no fifty-six idea, million. Really? Yeah. Uh, wow. Whereas the A Team made twenty-seven. Yeah. What's well, that, Jaden? It's that Will Smith thing, you know? Yes. He's, it's the boy. It's the little boy. He can appeal to kids and adults, you know? He it's... did not appeal to me. Well, really? I watched did it. Did you watch it? Yep, I did. There it is. That secret's out of the bag. Um, <laughs> I am who Spoiler. I am. Spoiler. <laughs> but it was, you can't buy that kid as a normal kid. He is like, he is rich and smug and... You know, he also is highly flexible. On the posters, his yep, leg is, is going right behind flexible. his head. But, he, mm-hmm. but he's still a child and he's a good... And, and I'll he's say, a very talented person. He's a good kid. And I actually have met... I, did I meet him? Ursula, did I actually meet him? <laughs> I can't believe no, you don't remember. I didn't. Uh, no, did. we were... It was, at a, it was at a movie premiere and, uh, and I got out of my Prius and he was in the SUV behind me and then... All through the day, I kept like I kept staring at him, and I was like embarrassed to go up to him. And she's like, "Go say hi, but don't be like weird about it." Uh, and he, luck, he takes your breath away. Um, he's little he's a little superstar already. He's a movie star, like he's Annie. Got, he's, he's a rapper. He's like Annie. Too. He's got you know? movie star written all over him. He's like Annie. He's like Annie. But he's got he's two. Gonna be successful. But he's got but the parents. Like but it. he's got the parents. Um, not freaky looking eyes like they're pretty normal. Yeah. In the rap, that's pretty normal. Of Karate Kid, he does a rap. It felt how like does, how does it go? He does a rap. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. No, I don't know how to do it rhythmically. Um, it's just I know the gist. Of I just it. like watching you do that dance while I do that. Here we go. Here we go. That's What's good. the gist? The gist is so it's like his parents kind of made this movie with him. Should you then, give a backbeat to the yeah. to the gist? Yeah, sure. Hit me. Okay, so it's like this. Uh, his parents made this movie for him, and yeah. then at the end, instead of it being about karate. Hi. Or Kung Fu, it was about him. And he sings this song that says, He was born from two stars, so he's going to be on the moon no matter what. Cocky. No matter what. <laughs> that, is a re- right. that is a record scratch. That's a record yeah. scratch. Over there, That's awesome. And he's yeah. pregnant. Record scratch. <laughs> that was kind of a bird. Dying bird record scratch. It really was a bird. Sorry. It's the altitude. Um, <laughs> You've registered that sound. That's copywritten. <laughs> copywritten. That's a dying whooping crane. I'm kind of excited, though. This Danny is a good time for, I think, my generation with Karate Kid, A-Team. I'm excited to see what's next, what remake is next. I'm Dummy hoping bears. for a Mr. Belvedere movie. Oh, yes. More action. Good. All in favor? That's more my generation. We're all raising our hands for the listeners. There's a lot of hands person. being raised right actually, now. Actually, yeah. the, the They're Mr. standing up. And raise Mr. your hand Belvedere. if you're listening to this at home who's on the internet. Who's going to oh, play Mr. Belvedere? Oh, that's a good question because Christopher Hewitt's not around anymore. You oh. could do it, Cole. Well, it'll be a reimagining. So it'll be a reimagining. Um, probably uh, Jaden Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Willow. Do they have a younger Willow? Yeah. I love Willow. She's going to be a, a superstar too. She's in the recording studios right now. Wait, Willow. Willow Smith. Who's Willow? Willow. Oh. oh no, not I Willow. Thought she oh, Willow. Oh, I thought you were talking about like, <laughs> Willow. Warwick no. Davis. No, no. From... not Warwick Davis. Matt Mulligan, help! <laughs> I thought that's what she meant. I shouldn't be here. I to me, Willow is a tree. Excited. No, it's, it's a, a tree. Kaya, remember? Willow. Kaya. The bones tell no lies. Why yeah. am I here? Like, Why I thought that's what he meant. Who is Willow? Willow's the little guy in the magical land. It was a scary movie. It was 
terrifying, but oh, not Willow, as... Willow, yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. You know the movie where he waves a wand at a thing and it tears its skin off and then we cry and have nightmares for years? It's full yeah. of dwarfs, that movie. It is yes. full of dwarfs. Full of <laughs> Yeah. Uh, full of a lot of other things, but... Okay. Mostly dwarfs. <laughs> Mostly. I mean, that. if you had to And win. magic. Yeah. Yeah. My uncle Most bought me dwarfs the are magical. of it. Really? <laughs> it's a little known secret. What else? Know. What other things are you hiding from us, Oscar? That you know? These are excellent know. tailors. <laughs> <laughs> Your shirt fits really well. Uh, me or Danny? No, the fairy shirt. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. See, they can't see it, so they don't know. Oh yeah, we have to paint the picture. We're yeah. painting the picture. Doing a lot of great radio jokes. Right <laughs> hey, I saw I saw you guys at the coffee shop this morning. How are you? There's no one there. Good. Uh, do you know how many sketches we're going to have to do to accompany this podcast? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Artist renderings of what it was like. Yeah. There's no one there. <laughs> yeah, speaking of a random conversation like that, uh-huh. I actually at the same coffee shop, I ended up talking to the woman at the register whose name was Kat, and she's from Poland, and I am Polish, and we had a nice little conversation about Polish bread and how you can't find good Polish bread here. Did you have the conversation in Polish? Yes, we did. Oh, that's great. You mm-hmm. speak Polish? I speak Polish, naprawdę. I nie mają dobre chleb tutaj. Hey, we don't speak that, okay? But someone that's out there true. does. How long can you keep someone? How long were you going to keep this from us? That's amazing and interesting. I'm connecting with someone out there. Oh. So does Kristen uh, Bell. Kristen Bell speaks Polish? Yeah, she's You've Pol- got to be kidding me. I'm not kidding. Oh, man. I should. Well, she's, isn't you a Dex Shepherd from Parenthood? I, I, yeah. Yeah. yeah, she is. Well, there was a lovely uh, Hispanic fellow outside my hotel, and we spoke about how to best cut grass <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yes. trim rose bushes. See? That's nice a connection. Yeah. That's a connection, though. Connection. And you guys both walked away feeling better about yourself. And better, and with notes on how to do the thing. <laughs> I had a talk with another guy from Michigan, and we talked about where on the glove we're from. It's about <laughs> as close as I can get. That's, I think it's good. Thanks. I didn't talk to anyone. It was on the internet. I read well, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad there I could kill is. the momentum. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, Danny, you watch Lost, right? I do. I'm really sad. It's done. I don't know what I'm going to mm. do now. I love being confused. I know, right? Were you pleased with the ending? Uh, I, enough. Uh, you know, I don't think I was ever going to be totally pleased sure. or satisfied. I don't think there was enough answers for me. I still don't know what's going on with Dharma. Uh, polar bears, things like that. There was a lot of storylines that just left. They just, they let, just it, let it. They and, just let it go. And to me, though, it was fine. It, emotionally, I was satisfied at the end. I thought there was a lot of really great things. And I liked watching, you know, Jack's kind of journey at the end. It came all, all about Jack at the end. Right about, were, um, were you sexually satisfied? For a little bit. I mean, I like that they put Kate in that dress. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely like that little dress. It was kind of nice. Um, even though I do like her better in the jungle. You know what I mean? I like her better kind of roughed up running through stuff like... Cole, you're a big fan of Lost? I am a big fan of Lost, yeah. I, oh. it, the only way that you can really watch Lost and not be pissed off at it is to just like resign yourself to the fact that it's ridiculous and they'll never, ever answer everything. Because I just exactly. watched the first season and after that I'm like, oh no, they're just making this up every day on their, on their drive into work. The writers are just pulling Ugh. it out of their... I'm like, no, you I'm only watched gonna... the first season? I just I watched uh, the first season. Desmond's in the hatch. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd spoil it. Spoiler! Forward. Spoiler post yeah. alert. Uh, but I think that's the great thing about Lost is that it it introduced so many different things that people connect with. And I, I think it was pretty hilarious. Like the, at the very end when they're going into the the church, supposed church, like right, every right, religion possible right, is there, right, is represented right. there. Except for dogs. No dogs and, in heaven. And Satanism. No do- <laughs> and Satanism. You know Why not? 
All valid. Um, but I think they just started throwing things up, you know, against the wall and seeing what hit. And I think some people like love this part of it. Some people love the time travel aspect. Some people love the whole religious kind of biblical Jacob and you know that kind of that story. The whole baked goods thing. The baked goods yeah, on the, the island. Episode arc. The the warm beer that uh, Sawyer and Hurley were drinking. Remember that? Yeah. No. In the van, no. In the van. Yeah, the th- I mean, I felt like it had a good emotional ending. It yes. just didn't have a very good logical but ending. But I heard it was an, a manipulative ending. Yeah, it turned, like it, it turned into the notebook. I'm you. not going to say that it wasn't. <laughs> oh. Which, was by like, the way, <laughs> another tearjerker, and I was emotionally satisfied after that, too. Yeah. Uh, well, here's J.J. Uh, Abrams uh, directed an episode of our show, and he bought us uh, hamburgers, In-N-Out hamburgers. Shout out in a, in a truck. Yeah. You're kidding me. Yeah. He's done that twice. He's amazing. Really wow. Nice guy. Yeah. And did, did the In-N-Out hamburger show up, like, really late? Like, at no, night? They were, no. Well, yeah, no, because they evening. taste was, better when they're, like, at, after 10 p.m. But it was after work. Oh. We're not, like, working at 10 a.m. eating uh, the burgers. Yeah. It was after work, and it's like, hey, everyone, JJ uh, bought some burgers for everybody. So they come, and you, and you eat it. Was it mysterious at all? Or confusing? <laughs> well, they, <laughs> they didn't tell you you had to find the truck with a map. Right. Okay. They gave you a map and like, go find the truck, which I thought was... Were the hamburgers ed- edited really choppily and fast? <laughs> yes, they were. Good. It's <laughs> 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 important. They were. Actually, I think that's actually a, a good thing. Is is Abr- Abrams did Office, right? Two episodes of that. I think two, yeah, two. And then, um, Danny, for you and Community, uh, you guys hired uh, uh, Justin Lim, was it, Ooh. to do yep. the Modern Warfare episode? Such a cool. Justin episode. directed actually three episodes of Community this year. Cool. He did our Halloween episode, uh, and then he did an episode where uh, we found out that Joel McHale's character was dating uh, Professor Slater, and then then the Modern Warfare. So two of the three episodes were our biggest kind of action packed. You know, more theatrical episodes. I think it's really smart because then you have somebody who's used to shooting action mm-hmm. and can actually duplicate it beautifully. And then you have the writers and the cast that know what's going on comedically. So I, I, that Modern Warfare episode I thought was brilliant. I guess so it's good. So exciting to watch it. And, it was, like, they kept up with all the story arcs. I mean, they didn't They didn't just make it about the action and all the, the shout-outs and everything. So good. I think it was, it's, uh, you know, a testament to the writers for creating this world that's really grounded and kind of, you know, and they're patient and really developing these characters when now we're allowed to kind of go to crazier places, you know? Yeah. Um, but also, like, the fact that we can have such good specific writing means that we could bring in these directors like Justin Lin and who have a clear vision of, of how they want to shoot something. And then it's just, for us, it's just super fun when they're like, all right, Danny, you're going to get this paintball gun and some chapstick and then just run around shooting stuff and quoting movies. I'm like, this is the best job ever. <laughs> just like home. Just like what just you would like, do at home. Just, I'd be doing this for, even, even if I wasn't on set. So. Silence. <laughs> I don't want to comment. I don't know. I don't well, want to offend you. I've actually never played paintball. Really? Never. Mm-hmm. Did you guys play around the episode, like, offset at all? They never let me shoot a gun. <gasps> Why not? Why? They gave me blanks. Uh, I think they were afraid. They yeah. actually brought in, like, a paintball specialist to, like... <laughs> I know that was that guy's best But this guy, by the way, he the was so excited. He, he was, like, so excited. He, and, like, he had, like, a bandana on. And the bandana wasn't on for safety purposes. <laughs> and he would I be, like, a... just shooting up the set. And, like, every time we needed to actually do the real paintballs... He would shoot it, and then when we were doing the shots, they would put in blanks, so it's you still kind of get to shoot it, but it's not. It's <laughs> and not he the took same. the job way too seriously. Yeah. Attention, everyone! There's real pain in these balls. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you light a match on a set, there's a guy yeah. with a fire extinguisher and there's real fire, and, it's, and they all have bandanas. <laughs> they all have bandanas. Bandanas <laughs> camo. Done. We had a monkey yep. on set one day, and there was one rule and one rule only: do not make eye contact with the monkey. <gasps> Really? That's, that's so tempting, though. That's yeah, my I know. Rule. So he's kind of like Kevin Costner. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you're saying. Same rule. Same uh, rule. I've heard the same thing about Steven Seagal. I haven't met him, but 
Well, he'd break your arm backwards in three spots. Ah, uh, Nico! <laughs> <laughs> He's like supposedly like the most humorless person on the face of the planet. Supposedly, yeah, he did. Uh, he hosted an episode of uh, Saturday Night Live, and there was a Hans and Franz sketch where they're talking about him being a girly man or whatever. And he like stormed out of the rehearsal, and they asked him why. He's like, "I beat the crap out of those guys." Whoa! Like he couldn't. Oh. Deal with the fact that Hans and Franz <laughs> thought that they could beat Steven Seagal up. Seriously, that's what you storm off for. He thought it was You'll real. Fuck that dinner card. <laughs> Even if you're listening, places. we believe in you. We think you're a really strong person. You'd be listening right now. Yeah, he's our our main <laughs> listener. Yeah. Uh, there were so many rumors about his episode and what happened and all that stuff when he was there. Whoops. Oh, I don't know if we should. I don't. I mean, I don't I know don't, the rumors. I don't know either. We could make some new ones up. I don't know the rumors or the facts, so this is all great to me. Yeah. yeah. That he was groping. <gasps> really? What? Yeah. Who? Himself? No. Oh, no. Even yeah. worse. Yeah, worse. Well, he's got that groping reputation, right, from his long oh, yeah. If, if he doesn't, he's, oh. we're starting it now if yeah. he doesn't. That's right. Yeah. Why not here? Why not now at the Why rooftop not? comedy we festival? Blame it on the altitude. <laughs> we didn't know what we are talking about. Maybe we're like we'll Woo! find him on Twitter and we can start a Twitter war with him. Kind of like Ice T and Amy Mann have going. Oh yeah, you can go that route. They have a Twitter war going. Yeah, it's over. Well, it was short. It was okay. short, but Amy Mann basically said something about like, "Boy, that Ice T, he's really shitty actor," which is true. Hey. And then um, forgot that he's on there too, and he saw oh, that and like uh, took exception to it. And then um, she, of course, was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I <laughs> forgot that everyone can see this, not just my friends and stuff." And they made nice, but it was just kind of the oddest, weird war. But so, so what? So we can't. We have to edit ourselves everything we say because people take everything too seriously. Is or that you the... just have to be prepared to really fight back. Yeah, well, I guess so. And have like backup points and like point counterpoint kind yeah. of thing. Be ready oh, for a public debate Lord. anytime. So much trouble. I know. Yeah. Don't get on Twitter, Oscar. But even this. <laughs> yeah, even this. I don't think we're going to get in trouble for this. How, how many people listen to this or hear it or whatever? At least a million. Okay, if I walk outside right now and Steven Seagal is waiting for me to dislocate my shoulder. Many, be, that'd be actually pretty exciting. <laughs> that would be weird if we ended up somehow creating a rivalry with Steven Seagal out of this. I really <laughs> don't want, I'd be I don't pretty want that excited to about that. As yeah. a woman, I'm, I don't want that to happen. Oh, that's Every, true. I'm, well, we'll, now we'll he's, put you he's, in a grope poof bubble. Grope poof bubble? <laughs> grope poof bubble. <laughs> they have those. Bubble. They have those. <laughs> uh, hammer and schlemmer. But, but, uh, <laughs> but he, he's an, an officer of the law now. Yes. So Not anymore because oh. of all the sexual stuff. Oh, well, you see, it's, yeah. it's all, there's a it's thing there. It's true things, yeah. What was the sexual stuff with the law? With the law? People started coming forward. You like really a, can't get away I, with stuff anymore, by the way. Just a, a few fun things done in the name of appreciating a woman's body. Wow. I don't take offense to it, men. Feel away. That's what it's there. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> She's not kidding. I can tell. Uh, whatever. Let's just see where it goes. <laughs> Let's find out what we don't Let's like. Let's just put that on <laughs> So, Danny, you have, you have a good friend who works with the Detroit Tigers, right? Yes, I do. Um, the reason I bring this up is uh, this kind of went out of the sports world into just news and culture in general when um, Armando Galarraga pitched his perfect game, yeah. his 28-out, 27-out perfect game, which is impossible to do. It's, it's like 100, in 100 years of baseball, mm-hmm. 20 times it's happened that you know, they've pitched a perfect game. And strangely enough, this has actually been a really good year for the perfect game. It really has. There's like two baseball. others, Roy Halladay and Dallas Braden. Like in, the f- like in three months or two months or something. Yeah, it's crazy. Period. It doesn't really happen. But basically for, mo- I think everybody pretty much knows, but on the last out of the game, 
a runner was called safe when he was clearly out, and the game should have been over, and he got the next one out, so he was denied his chance at history. And a no-hitter, because it ended up being a hit. No it's a one-hitter. It's really Is sad. everyone at this table mad about that? I'm actually furious. Yeah? <laughs> no, I'm not, I don't know if I'm, I'm furious, upset but I'm upset. Guy. I feel bad I'm for But everyone's the on the same yeah. team. There's no one thinking on the other side. Like, well, well, what, what team are you on? I don't know. Come on our team, I don't want him to have success or history. Take it away. I'm going to play doubles after this. No, it wasn't even close. The other team probably didn't care. The, the other team, they were shocked. Everyone's upset. Even Every, the umpire yeah. was crying about it the next day. Crying? He admitted he was oh. wrong, like, I messed up. and he felt bad. And actually, it was really a, a testament to the umpire for them, huh? saying that he – yeah, it ultimately went to the commissioner of baseball. who was like, we can't overturn it. no. Uh, so you just feel bad for this guy because that's something that, like, a pitcher – I mean, this just never happens in baseball. And it's may something not, that he could really, it, like – It may never happen again to him. Yeah. It may never yeah. happen really again. Sad. It's just sad because he's a, actually a great – umpire and like mm-hmm. now like that's going to be his legacy is that blown call but it's it's amazing that he came out and he owned it up and then yeah. the next day was all tears and handshakes and galaraga handled it in the most classy way i've ever seen an athlete handle it he just kind of grinned and went on and mm-hmm. got the game over and because he was just fighting for a job in the rotation so for him it was like a great day regardless right. but uh it, it's kind of cool how that all came out um if it had been like somebody like kurt schilling or something i think jim would have oh, <laughs> killed uh, right there kurt on the schilling. mound <laughs> 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 that guy Oh, Vanessa and Kurt Schilling. Oh. We'll do about... The one person I will He's kind of like the Steven Seagal of baseball. So. He really okay. is. Well, we'll do about another 45 on baseball. Okay, good. And we'll move to hockey. Yeah, that's now that. We'll do about oh, Black Hawks. Woo! Hawks fans in here, raise your hands. Oh, there, there are people. Three. There's people raising their hands. Four people. Chicago. All right. Yeah. It's been like 49 years since Chicago's won a hockey championship. Quite a 48 while. and a half. Oh, it's an exciting thing. I don't know anything Sports. about hockey. We can move on to the next topic. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> hi, Eli. What do you guys know? Um, <laughs> uh, okay. So, you work with Donald and Community. Yes. Um, I think it's crazy the Donald Glover for Spider Man movement. Yes. Uh, and that it's actually taking traction, like it's being taken seriously. Like for those of you who don't know what this is, on Twitter they kind of started this thing where Donald Glover's like, "Hey, cast me in Spider Man," and it kind of went crazy. And now all these people are campaigning for Donald Glover to play Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Stan Lee weighed in on it, mm-hmm. um, was basically like, "Well, true believers, I do really see Stan Lee, um, <laughs> but uh, well, he should get an audition, you know, that kind of thing." And other actors of of other races have played parts that were written one way because the Kingpin. And um, one other part uh, that I can think of were played by by black actors when they mm-hmm. were white in the comics, so why not? Um, so it's kind of gotten this traction, and like they're actually hoping that he'll get an audition for it, which I think would be kind of cool. Again, it's like the power of Twitter now. Yeah. Like literally, we, he put that out a couple times, and within like two days, and we were actually in Canada when it, it first really started. And he was like, "Okay, everybody, tweet Donald for Spider Man at like six thirty Eastern," and uh, we were in Toronto. And I remember it happened, and all of a sudden, like, we're, like, walking down the street and with Donald, and somebody, like, drives by us, rolls down the window, and they're like, hey, Donald's for Spider-Man. And, and it's, wow. like, it's just amazing. It's also kind of creepy. But it's yeah. also, <laughs> it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of amazing, too, like, how quickly stuff like that happens, you know? And a lot of people are, like, you know, even still right now coming up to me being like, hey, man, Donald for Spider-Man, right? And it's kind of like this thing, like this underground movement. I feel like I'm part of like a revolution. Did it start yeah. in earnest, 100% in earnest, or like? Yeah, I think it did, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I don't remember exactly how, how Donald started, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it just kind of just started like he had maybe mentioned it or somebody mentioned it as a possibility, yeah. and he's like, let's let's do this kind of and just see what happens. And then it just kind of flooded, and then it ended up being, and it ended up being like number one on Yahoo's like top search list. Whoa. Wow, that's crazy. That like next day and like um, – as far as uh, training topics, it was like number one or two. 
Uh, it was crazy. I uh, accidentally offended him. I apologize. Um, he didn't hear anything, but it was in a conversation. Somebody was talking about it, and I thought people had been talking about Danny Glover for Spider Man. <laughs> and I was like, no way. Different that movie. Would be stupid. Much different yeah. movie. So Swinging for buildings. <laughs> I'm getting too old I'm for this too shit. Too old for this. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on his toilet, <laughs> reading his paper. He can't get off that toilet. I was three days away from Superman retirement. <laughs> Too old for this. Um, I actually think Donald would be an amazing Spider-Man. So if this ever did happen, I think it'd be really cool. And Donald actually, I'm gonna. This is his joke, which I think is hilarious. But he said something about. He's like, if you told me, okay, there's this guy in New Jersey who uh, who is what his grandma or his grandma had been shot. Uh, he gets made fun of, and he and he goes to the city, and he's and he's you know uh, traumatized by all these experiences. And you told me he was white, I'd be surprised. <laughs> and so I think it, it w- oh, could make sense, you know. And um, so who knows? Who knows what'll happen if he'll get an audition? But I'm really hopeful he does. That's cool. And Go then maybe, and then maybe we could start doing a whole minority superhero campaign all across the board. Okay. I don't know what I'll be. Maybe like well, you've already shown Flash. you can play Batman, so. Oh yeah. yeah, that's right. Really good. Skinniest work on that. legged Batman of all time. <laughs> they have special effects and suits can they do that? <laughs> they do. Yeah. Can they airbrush live like in a film? Airbrush your calves yeah. as you move. Yeah. But there's, so. there's so many superheroes nowadays with the graphic novels and all that. that yeah. You know, there's so many. It's not just your Batman, Spider-Man. Who would you want to play, Oscar? Superman as a as a superhero. Yeah, if you were a superhero. Oh gosh, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, Punisher's pretty awesome. Whoa! But that, yeah. And as they've I, proven, works great every single time they bring it to the screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know, preacher, but he's not a superhero. He's just some you preacher. Know. Yeah, it's a graphic novel. Oh, Colmos, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is That's sick. Cool. That's pretty cool. What does he yeah. do? Spreads the word. Uh, <laughs> aggressively, though. It's, it's, I gotta tell you, about he doesn't knock. He's like, border me, Jehovah's Witnesses. Open up, please. Borderline groping in the name of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I don't know. It's just sick stuff. Okay. Good luck. Oscar no, for I preacher. Was, I, you know what? I wouldn't put myself up for any superhero. I just, I, I'd be like. The reporter that writes about him or sees him or something like that. I, it just yeah. you can imagine more than that for yourself. Yeah, I guess I can. But what what superhero has like you know is like a little overweight and doesn't hey, like like you, you know. could be uh, you, you could train. be Beast in the X Men movies. Honestly, yeah, really popular choice. Wasn't with the like Kelsey Grammer? Yeah, was like, wasn't no, Kelsey Grammer's uh, the Beast? Yeah, he did it. I'm trying to think of something that's not out. You know, not not out, out there already. Yeah, not yeah. out there. You know? I don't know. I don't know. Um, we'll have to create one, I guess. Yeah. Let's do something like that. Like the statistician. I'll be the statistician. I'll just take stats on stuff. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be your sidekick, the notary public. <laughs> Beware my mighty stamp. That'll be kind of my thing. That's good. $75 a pop. <laughs> yeah, I will charge for my <laughs> services. Hello. Of course. I got to make a Zero, living. But I got to pay rent. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be, I'd, a screeching halt. Like a screeching halt. I'd be more like the sidekick, uh, like uh, the tick's a sidekick. Oliver, what's his name? <laughs> what? Oliver the, t- oh, the You know the tick? Yeah, the, the oh, tick. yeah, the tick oh. sidekick. Yeah, what's his sidekick's name? Arthur. Arthur, yeah. They have to hang out in the sidekick's lounge. Yeah. They can never go inside the club Absolutely. for superheroes. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I want you to, I want tomorrow for you to think of a positive superhero for you to be. I, you know, okay. Okay? Yeah. Oh, I didn't okay. know if you were going somewhere else or if. You were just agreeing. I, I both. Let's agree to disagree. Yes. Okay. I'll think of one. 
Okay. No pressure though, really. Cole, change the subject. <laughs> All, right, cool. All right, we'll do. Uh, we do a thing on the podcast called firsts or pops because it's pop my culture, that kind of thing. In the past, you've done like your first R-rated movie or the first concert you've ever been to. A uh, question we came up for you guys is, uh, you're both excellent improvisers. Um, who or what was the first thing you remember seeing that inspired you to become an improviser? I was just terrified of stand-up. And I'm like, what else can I do? <laughs> I'm with you there. Yeah. I don't recall any like improviser that I'm like, I'm gonna but I knew there was like improv troops and I'm like, I'm funny, I liked it, but I don't want to put the effort and of stand up. Yeah. So I'll audition for that. You're going down, you're taking the whole team down with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's a it's a different thing. Stand up is just so you know, uh it's hard. Yeah. So yeah, I kind of you know, and I once in a while I'll, you know, do it or something, but but uh, yeah, that's what did it for me. I just I wanted to perform in comedy. So what do you do? Well, improv. Right? Those are your outlets: either stand up yeah, right. or improv. And where did and, you start? Improv? In New York City. Yeah. Yeah. In the village. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shock of the funny. First Avenue between um, uh, Avenue uh, First Avenue and Avenue A on Eighth Street, just a block down from St. Mark's Place. <clears throat> yeah. So how about for you, Danny? Uh, I think like Oscar, there's a certain. Uh, Freedom with improv where you're like, oh, we don't really have to rehearse and memorize lines. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm with you. That, that, that's kind of nice, even though you do have to, I guess, rehearse. Uh, so, And it's it's ensemble-based, which is really nice mm-hmm. because you're like, oh, good, somebody can save me up there. I think with stand-up there, I'm all, I've always been afraid of that, being up there alone with just your story. And there's no one else to kind of up, come up there like, you know, like your mom and be like, hey – I have a good edit here and sweep the story. Right. That's spot on. Your mother sounds just that. No, my mother is more like, Dad, why are you doing antics all the time? You should be a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> That's my mom. Um, <laughs> she still sends me text messages after every show, like every after like Friday mornings. Uh, she'll usually watch it. And sometimes like uh, this will be her text message. So I saw the episode last night. That's it. <laughs> 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 and I'll be like, kind of why, did she put, why did she put so? Yeah. I, like, put, she's some sort of Bond so. villain. <laughs> so, Danny so. Pudi. Just another doctor. Um, yeah, so um, I, I think I started, I guess, watching a lot of like uh, Monty Python and Saturday Night Live. And I remember just loving that. I, don't, I didn't really necessarily know what they were doing at the time. Mm-hmm. And I'd, a lot of times I was watching with my older brother and him and his friends would be laughing and I'd be like, yeah, that is so funny. <laughs> no idea what was funny about it. <laughs> no clue. But I just love the fact that everyone, my brother and his friends were like, oh, this is kind of subversive and like our parents are like immigrants and my mom wouldn't get it. And like, it was like kind of like, cool, my mom doesn't get this. So you know it's cool. Yeah, then right. you kind of know. Uh, but then I started really like looking into it and I just thought it was just like really interesting and I saw a couple of shows at Second City in Chicago and that kind of like led me to start really exploring that world more. Yeah. And then did you start with Second City? Or? Uh, I won a scholarship in college, a Chris Farley scholarship, which um, led me to study kind of at Second City. And, and then I trained there. And that's kind of, yeah. So it started in college, though, at Marquette in Milwaukee. Cool. Mm. Yeah. I think for me it was um, – because I started doing short form when I started doing improv. Um, and I used to watch Who's Line a lot when I was a teen. Like mm-hmm. I loved Greg Proops. I loved mm-hmm. Colin Mockery, Ryan Stiles, all mm-hmm. those guys. Um, so that's why I started doing it. I took my first improv class when I was 12 up in Sacramento at SARTA, which is Sacramento Area Regional Theater Alliance. And he started <laughs> <laughs> SARTA fans, uh, put your hands up. crazy. And then I just I got, I got like hooked on it, and then I've just been doing it ever since. And actually, it's kind of cool. I did a show, like, 
seven, eight years ago at a New Year's show at, at the old Cobbs Comedy Club in San Francisco. Uh, and Proops is headlining that. And then afterwards, uh, like Rick Overton and Proops and me and a couple other guys that were in like kind of the house troop there went up and did a set. And it went really well, and I did really well that night. And at that time, Greg Proops came up to me and said, like, shit hot, Cole. You got to move to L.A. And, like, pushed me to move to L.A. Shit hot? He, he said, said shit hot. I, that Who was says that? Greg Proops says shit hot. That is a dirty hot. thing to say. Um, and that's a good thing. And again, it's registered. Thing. He says that, and, he, and he'll get royalties if you say it. That's right. So shit he's hot. getting paid right now. So let's use that, everybody. Let's start spreading that phrase. Shit hot. Shit hot. Shit hot. But yeah, he encouraged me to move to LA and like give it a shot there. So oh, like, wow. I, I really like give him a lot of credit for that because I was kind of teetering on well, trying to make it. For a second, we're having an earthquake. No, just a little one. <laughs> Do little they have one. earthquakes here in Colorado? I, I, don't, I don't know, know what happens with the earth here. No, I, I'm sorry, so I cut you off, Cole. So you moved yeah. to LA? Yeah, that, that's just what kind of started me like trying to take it seriously and to do the acting and improv thing. You know, outside of I had done all you could really do in San Francisco. Nash Bridges was over. <laughs> and so at that point, it was like, yeah, all right. I guess I can try out for the handful of national commercials I get here or get a five and under on things that just shoot here. And that, that was all you could really do. So that's what kind of sent me down to L.A. where I could fail wildly. So Hey, now. <laughs> no, no. Everybody's but it's, so no, it's sad. Been it's been fun. I remember watching Monty Python. The uh, Remember the tennis sketch where they it was like a lawn and they were all dressed like in, in the circus? Sam, the Sam Peckinpah one? With the tennis racket and the, and the, the blood. Ball and the blood comes out. Yeah, it was Sam Peckinpah's like, take on a, on, on a tennis. On a tennis. I remember I was, I, was, I was like, I guess, 13, sitting in bed and falling off the bed and hitting the ground and farting. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> laughing so hard watching shit it. Hot. And I'm like, shit hot. Yeah. I'm like, this is amazing. I always remember I have to answer these, and I never like my answers. Um, I was I always I come from a theater background, and in like in my college, the improv people were the people that couldn't get into plays. So I had like a very bad like concept of what improv was. I was like, oh, those people. Um, and they had a certain look. They wore velvet. I mean, I just wasn't interested. Um, they wore velvet paintings. <laughs> I was a velvet improviser in high school, mm-hmm. guys. No thanks. But then I moved to LA, and I just wanted to meet people and do comedy. And it's there's so much happening in LA with improv right now. Um, it's a good community. It's very yeah. open too. That's yeah. kind of the cool thing about the improv world. It's like you meet everybody very quickly. Yep, you know? and everyone's so friendly and normal. Mm-hmm. I mean, overwhelmingly wow. for what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Okay. Yeah. True that. True that. All right. Well, we True. um we usually do. We usually just have one guest. This is because it's a special live show. We have two. So thank you guys. Uh, and usually I ask five like nitpicky crap questions about your own careers. I'm going to ask you each three. We'll see how well you remember these things. And I give clues. I'll take Danny's questions. Danny's will answer my questions. And uh, and then Vanessa will follow up with five uh, hard hitting journalistic God God questions. (laughs) All five. Mm -hmm. All five. All right. All right. We like to we turn we turn faith based in the last fifteen minutes. We only request that you ask the questions at the same time. Oh, this is going to be tough. All right. So (laughs) start with uh, start with Oscar. Your first question. Uh, you play Oscar Martinez on NBC's smash comedy, The Office. Many of the office workers are seen drinking what brand of Scranton-produced cola? Holy cow. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's sparkling. I said it was nitpicky crap. So. Oh. Smooth face. I, Shasta? Mm-mm. Okay. There's a, a, a country oh, last name, it, yeah. Gale. First name. Crystal. Crystal. Boom. Crystal. Crystal was a good. Crystal club soda. Nice. Thank you. There you go. Yeah. Anytime. By the way, I am really nervous about my questions now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Question two, Oscar. You played Ramon, the waiter slash dancer slash shopkeeper slash minister (laughs) 
in the Sandra Bullock, Ryan Reynolds hit film, The Proposal. What two songs does Ramon perform a striptease to? Uh, relax. Mm-hmm. Yes. Two songs? Two songs. Relax by Frankie Goes to Hollywood is the first. And then the other one was playing when the door opened and I was with Betty White, right? Yeah. That's the one I don't know. Imagine Let's Big see. Pants. Relax. Oh, uh. And Bankruptcy. Yeah, yeah, no, so it's actually and Hammer. tools, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hammer time, you can't touch this? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You can't touch this. There you go. Two, well two. done. Thanks All right. Them. And your third and final question, Oscar. Okay. You played Captain Dwayne Hernandez, who trained the deputies on terrorism on Reno 911. Yes, okay. <laughs> During the seminar, you say, there is a man, he is perhaps Turkish. He is attacking you. In his left hand, he holds a switchblade. In his right hand, he is holding a plastic comb. You have but one bullet in your revolver, and you don't want to kill him. Where do you shoot? What is Officer Garcia's answer? Balls. Right well, in the nuts. Yeah. Right in the nuts. Okay. Well done. You did pretty good on that yeah. last day. Not bad. Not bad. Danny. All right, Danny. Yay for me remembering. <laughs> Hooray for recall. All right, Danny. Here you go. Here's your first question. Got it. Uh, you play pop culture aficionado Abed on NBC's Community, Fact. which was created by Dan Harmon. Facts. There's more than that. <laughs> it keeps yeah. going. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> <laughs> one for one. Woo! No. Well no played. We're slapping five. Well played. Uh, Harmon wrote and produced what never aired pilot starring several major comedians that has achieved cult status through viewing parties. Mm, Heat Vision and Jack. That Boom. is correct. Boom. Nice. Which starred Jack Black. Uh, Owen Wilson is the voice of his motorcycle. Wow. Uh, Ron Silver was the bad guy playing himself. Yes. That was pretty amazing. If you haven't seen it, you, most of you probably have. Seek it out. It's really funny. Um, All right. <laughs> that was good. I got one. <laughs> that was, well done, that was a good one. Yeah, it's downhill from here, everybody. No, you All right. get it. Okay. Question two. You played Sanjay on four episodes of Greek. Yes. Uh, the episodes were entitled The Rusty Nail. Highway to the Discomfort Zone, Move on Cartwrights, and what parody of a Coen Brothers film? Ooh. Oh, this one. <laughs> Man. Coin Coincos. Coin Coincos. Coin Coincos. Okay. Um, Prince Valiant haircut. Yeah, that helps. <laughs> oh, how much do you want to wager on it? You know what I'm doing? <laughs> I have no idea what's this? happening okay. right now. Well, then I'm going to go. <laughs> I don't I'm gonna, know. I'm going to go a different direction. Okay. Uh. A college what? Where do they go to hang out? College. Like, uh. Rhymes with Mampus. Campus? Yep. Oh! Uh, no, I don't know this. <laughs> no, I don't know it at all. I'm not gonna be good <laughs> at this either. Uh, well, the answer is no campus, campus for, for old, old rules. Yeah! No campus for oh. old rules. No campus for old rules. That was go. the worst anyone's ever done on it the was, quiz. It was yeah. really. That's not good. It was really bad. <laughs> well, you well, can make. It's, it's shit tough cold. Because, well. Chick cold. Yeah. Chick cold. That was not shit hot. Not shit hot. Opposite folks. Diarrhea cold. Uh, do we even have to answer, ask the third question? We'll get, we're going to go for three because I want to make you more uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Uh, you played Raj on four episodes of Gilmore Girls. <laughs> There's a theme here, by the way. I don't know if anyone's listening. <laughs> Raj, Sanjay, <laughs> yeah, Abed. Okay. Uh, the show was filmed entirely on the Warner Brothers backlot. Yes. And the exterior of the Dragonfly Inn was also the home of what famous wholesome television family? Yeah, it's One of them had a big birthmark on his face. <laughs> oh. I hope you don't guess our different one. It's and... Wonder Years. No, it is not <laughs> Wonder Years. Good guess, uh, though. I have no idea. This John is... Boy? Oh. It's oh. the house from the Waltons. Oh, You the... gave it away. Well, you know. Okay. I wasn't going to get Hey, I was okay, going to get fine. that one. You were going to get Vision it. and Jack, everybody. Remember that one? That's right. <laughs> 
Now, I do my questions. Okay. So freak okay. out. These are tough. Oh, Get ready. They're the same questions for both of you, so you can just answer and then answer, and we're just going to keep, we're going to plow through on them. Okay. Go. Are you ready to do yes. some math? Yes, do this. You can have scratch paper. Okay. Go. Um, skinniest celebrity. 17. DJ no. Qualls. Show me how big. With your DJ hands. Qualls is the only person who I've ever seen who's skinnier than me. Really? I felt like a giant next to him. Okay, I want him next to me all the time. That's the skinniest. <laughs> yeah. You too? You've met him too? No, heard? but if he's skinnier than Danny... He's no, but skin- you get your own answer. Oh, the skinniest celebrity yeah. I've ever met? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I don't know if it counts, but there was this... Uh, Jaden Smith. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, oh, God, what was his name? Mr... Mr. Weebles or something, and he was he was Mr. Uh, yeah he was uh, he was a juggler in Venice Beach, and he was uh, uh, dying of leukemia. And I went to visit oh, him in the hospital. Oh, that's a sad answer. I went to visit You're him in the hospital. And I like Lindsay Lohan and be done. I, I like that you consider him a celebrity. <laughs> he was eight. He that's was, what I like about it. Mr. Oh, he's out of Venice Beach. Hands to God, he was eighty pounds on his deathbed, oh and I've never seen anyone that skinny. That and was a was bad race, answer. But that was well, that's nope, a skinny celebrity. I kind of he was a celebrity, and he was a skinny hey, celebrity. Hey, be prepared for honest answers. He was beloved. Weebles. He was beloved. Okay, that was shit hot right there. Oscar. <laughs> that, was, that was a shit hot answer. Really Thank you for that. Sh- Went, died before his time, eh? 48 years old. Wonderful oh. juggler. Wonderful juggler. This one's for you, Mr. Weebles. Um, it was 80 pounds. I, there's no one skinnier than that. Okay, now here's my second question. If you could challenge each other to a duel, so you get to have your own answer, but it's between the two of you, uh, what sport or event what, would you choose and what would you wager? You get to each have your own duel. Oh, he's going to run me to death. You're going to say track, right? You don't have, it's well. all, you can answer for you. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait to see what you say first. Did I have to go up against him? When I, it's one on one and there's just no weapons? Imagined. Is, there, is, to, is there tools? Do we get? You can have tools. It could be Thunderdome if you want it to be. Okay. <laughs> I would like to do Joust just because it's fun. Wow. And a real, with, like. With look, swords? Not with real swords. Like the, the American Gladiator style. Oh, on horses? Oh, we're going to get hurt. No, no, that's, <laughs> that's with the, not with the lance. The, uh, this is another stressful question. I that's, just like, really on that's like medieval times uh, where you have to cheer. For this the is like you're stuff. balancing on something. This is like you're balancing whacking on each other with a phone like, Laser versus oh, nitro. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you're yeah, agreeing to the same duel. No, no, no. That's good for him. Okay. You could probably. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's very. He runs a lot. He's like a gazelle, and he and uh, <laughs> I'm very frail though. So in battle, I'm not. I'm not. My body was not meant for battle. It was what meant for being I, like the drummer boy in the battle. What can I beat you in? What can I beat you in? Uh, probably a lot of things. No, I don't think what so. What about just uh, hitting chess? Uh, That's what I'm thinking. I'm yeah. thinking boxing. You can wrestle, uh, but no more than two rounds, because then he'll he'll get he'll catch his breath, and I'll run out of breath. You can wrestle. If you and I box, we will not make it to two rounds because I will be done in the first round. One round of boxing is all I could probably beat Danny. <laughs> okay. One round of boxing. One round of boxing. That's a good answer. I like it. That's I like all it. I can beat him in. Okay. Next question. Ping pong. He'll beat me. Wiffle nope. like a basketball. He'll beat me. Everything. You, he'll beat you, me. You, you, I, I, okay. I'm a lot older than Come he on, is. Punisher. So it's not. Come on, Punisher. Preacher, preacher. I said the first thing. I didn't even like that superheroes crap. We're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a shit about the heroes? And superheroes? <laughs> we're real people. Whoa. Real people can be superheroes. Okay, guys. I do my own taxes. That guy's not going to be Spider-Man. No one knows who he is. I barely knew who he is. Is that the black guy on your show? Yeah. He's not going to get Spider-Man. No, no. did an hour on that. He's not going to get Spider-Man. He's not going to get Spider-Man. Dude, Mr. Weebles would not <laughs> have liked They're going to go with a name. They're going to go with a name. They're going to go with a name. He's not going to get the This podcast is turning dark. I'm so depressed. Literally. Metaphorically. No one knows. Tweet all you want. He's not going to get Spider-Man. Okay, so obviously Oscar is going to beat me. <laughs> in a verbal dispute, Oscar would win too. Yeah. 
Um, you could win it being most depressing. You could have a duel to make the other person sadder, and you would break his heart okay, that's fast. Okay. No, one round of boxing. Okay. <laughs> Are you one of those guys who says there's nothing sexier than a pregnant woman? Is that oh. a good question? Those guys oh, freak me out. I'm not one of those guys. <laughs> uh, Danny is. Those guys freak you out? Yeah. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, this is a... What race no. is she? Oh, yeah. Whoa. Ew, why? <laughs> why, why not? Would that, why would why? that matter? Hey, why not, bro? Ew. Hey, why not, bro? <laughs> no, this, why not? Is you pregnant? What trimester? <laughs> I don't know why. But I actually, I really, I'm, I really think pregnant women are very attractive. Yeah? I think, yeah, they're glowing. Their skin is like, am I the only one here? All in <laughs> no. favor, yep. hands up. I think it's a lot of women love to hear that. Just Danny wants to know if he can smell her. What does that mean? <laughs> what? Why would you whisper that to me? It's, it's, Why would he? Birth, there's future, there's like potential there. No, I think uh, pregnant women are beautiful, but I do. But uh, there are sexier not, things. Not to, to have sex. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna cut one of these out because I don't like it anymore. Because I see how it can go really dark, and I wasn't prepared for this energy. Oh no, I need to. We I, need no, to, I think you should do it. Yeah, I think we gotta it. you gotta do it, V. Okay. Well, I have two that are really dark. I'll go with the bottom one. <laughs> Maybe it won't even be dark. Okay, if you have to pick, this is hard. Between the More sound question. of no, <laughs> the sound of your voice coming out of your nose, even though your mouth is moving. You got a clear picture of what's happening? <laughs> no, it doesn't sound like that though. It's just your voice, <laughs> but people can sense it's coming out of your nose. But people okay. know it is. Yeah, it's like they would look at you right. and be like, "What's going on?" That's there? fun. Okay. Or your taste buds are in your ear, which would mean you kind of have to rub food in your ear what? lightly if you wanted to taste it. But you, you could do it discreetly, but that's the only way you're going to taste but to, anything. But to nourish your body, you still eat through the mouth. You still mouth. eat through your yeah. mouth, but it's you're not getting taste. any... Like if you mm-hmm. want to like taste butternut squash it just, and season. It just basically <laughs> just turns your mouth into a, a moving thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Think of your profession, Danny. It's got to be the ear. It's got to be the ear. It's got to be the ear. they won't accept you on television if your mouth is closed. And... No, you can move your mouth along with it. Like your I... voice coming out of your yeah. mouth? Yeah, but what if you're like on a show where there's a lot of dining and stuff? Oh, and it would yeah. look weird if you're eating. That's a good point. like, well... I, you can't like be you know a contestant or a judge on Top Chef anymore. But right. you could well, you be living a lie. But this is not a, a, a tough thing because your nose is very close to your mouth. So yeah. what's the big deal? You could kind of fake it. You're That's okay a, with your voice coming out of it? It's almost coming out of it now. It's one inch away. That's a horrible question. Why would I? <laughs> it doesn't even. I think it's a pretty why deep question. It's, why don't you leave Oscar it's alone? Right here. Okay. I your questions it. are right here. accusatory. <laughs> it's a one inch. It's, I would go with the, I would go with the voice coming out of the nose. I would I go with the voice coming choice. out of the nose, and I have a giant nose. I don't know if anyone has noticed. So I think you have a lovely nose. You think it is? Yeah. I was recently told that it's a what I think. What did somebody tell me? It's a proud, prominent nose. <laughs> Who said that? Uh, I don't know. But then, uh, like a week later, someone told me I had large uh, or abnormally large irises. So um, I can't even. But see they him. look great with your proud, yeah, prominent nose. Yeah, yeah. but They're then I match. started like thinking, okay, is that a good thing? Is this like a Roman nose? But who's telling you these things? Random people. Um, and, and just hey, Dan, like, I just want to say I love the show. Um, <laughs> you have such a proud, prominent nose. <laughs> Can we take a photo really quick? Cool. Thanks, just of your nose. Zoom in. Just yeah. of your nose. <laughs> just your nose. Back out a little bit. Just I'm just nose. saying. It would, I think it would freak people out if they saw if they heard my voice coming out of my nose. It'd be kind of. How would they know? It's almost coming out now. Because if I'm like, no, you would know. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. You would know how it. I think you would sense it. Okay. Because I would say, what would you would you want to? Uh, everywhere you go for six months, you have to ride a donkey, and you can't tell anyone why. 
Okay. I like that. That's a good starter. I like that. Right? I like this already. I like this. I want to do that one. Or or for a year, you're having uh, an 80-year-old little old guy uh, with you everywhere you go, hanging out next to you. No. Uh, No 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 donkey. Two feet away from you, and you can't say why. Can you wear like a giant clock around his neck? If you want. (laughs) (laughs) That would be... I just think that would be kind of cool. (laughs) That would be kind of cool. My old little old flavor flavor. Flavor flavor. I think I would take the donkey personally. Me too, because then you get a pet. And also, you don't have but to be. Make sure you time your make sure you time your appointments accordingly. True. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> give yourself plenty of time. You gotta get there. You yeah, gotta keep things really local time. with the donkey. Yeah. Yeah. that's good for the environment. It is. It is. But you, you can't tell people why you're just doing it. They're like, "Why are you doing that?" Can't say it. You just don't. You Shut just up. don't answer. <laughs> you change the subject. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> These are both bad deals, by the way. Lose, lose. Is it yeah. lose, lose? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think a donkey could have upsides. I think you should do your other one. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Was that the dirty one? Like no, I just thought it was going to be sad, and it didn't get sad. It's not going to be sad. People don't, don't like it. People by people Oscar. Me, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I just think <laughs> a one inch difference. <laughs> you could tell. I know you could tell because it would have the sound of being in your nose. I just don't like things in my ear either. I got a Q-tip stuck in my ear one time. Oh, okay. Nope. I don't like that. I couldn't hear for like, oh, I don't know, five days out of the ear. Do you have to go to the doctor? To get I literally – this was a bad thing. By the way, kids, don't do this anymore. What, I, what I'm going to tell you, you I, I did. So I used to stick a Q-tip in my ear and brush my teeth. And, and once I was going to finish brushing my teeth, then I would clean my ear. <laughs> Just kind get of it started. It's, yeah. it's a dumb like, thing. Like uh, John Cusack is better off dead. smart character isn't, trait. Isn't it that, probably explains a lot about me. Isn't that how David Carradine died? Oh, my God. Did he? Yes. The, the brushing and the... No. And the, he was joking. Huh? I mean, I don't want to talk about that. That's super sad. But he but had... There's no Q-tip involved. Okay. I thought he was, he was uh, uh, satisfying himself. Yeah. I don't With think their Q-tips or toothbrushing. No, they feel good. That's how he chose. Doesn't a Q-tip to... in the ear feel good? A Q-tip in the ear feels delightful. <laughs> it is. It's one of those things that where it's kind of gross, but like honestly, after a good wipe, it's like Ugh. what's better than those two feelings? I still do I the Q-tip, things... and I think I may have to stop doing that because how long was it? What, did you leave the Q-tip stuck in your ear before you said I better? Get it was it like out. two seconds. But what happened is I put the Q-tip in my ear. I was brushing my teeth, and then my sister opened the door to the bathroom. Oh boy! And it, oh, it no. plumped into it, and like oh, boom, the Q-tip oh. went in there. Here we go. And then I had to go to, to the emergency room and everything, and they came. It was fine. It just ruptured my eardrum a little bit. Um, but I remember thinking, like, the worst part about this is I've done a lot of silly things to get hurt, and I have to always explain myself to the doctors, and they're always just like, what are you thinking? But your breath smelled good. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you were telling the doctor. Great. Because, my teeth were awesome. Yeah. No cavities. Yeah. Uh, but I did have to explain that I left a Q-tip in my ear because I was waiting to brush my teeth first because it was part of my process. <laughs> <laughs> I think a doctor would respect that. Last question, guys. All right. Okay, another wizard shows up. I don't know if one showed up last time, but I like for them to show up in the question. And he grants you a $100 million motion picture deal, okay? A wizard? Ooh. Yep. A wizard. You just have to like, let it go. some studio before. No, <laughs> I just, I just, he knows people, okay? What race is the wizard? <laughs> go ahead. He'll never play Spider-Man, all right? He could is he Spider-Man. on a donkey? <laughs> there's a donkey beside him, but we don't talk we, about and it. We don't talk about it, got um, it. And you, there's a predetermined cast, though. It's you, J-Lo, Lindsay Lohan, Burt Reynolds. What is the title of the movie, and what's the pitch line for each of you? J-Lo, Burt Reynolds, Lindsay Lohan? Yep. And you. Don't uh, forget. Um, and it's, there's a wizard? Not in the movie. He just gave you the money. Can yeah. we put him in the movie? Or no? Sure, if you want to. Oh, he can cameo. Casting the wizard. You cameo. Uh, oh, this is it's good. pretty hard. I mean, there's one right answer. 
it. Uh, I'm going to call the movie Here We Go, Sweet Babies. <laughs> and it's, it's about Burt Reynolds, and he's say a gypsy but he has a caravan <laughs> he's, he's a caravan and he uh-huh. takes us across the country and we're like a, a like an like a a bunch of kids like juggling. he picked us up we were all runaways oh and i will play a lot younger okay uh, probably they're gonna have to see they're gonna have to avatar me so i'll be like an avatar thing and then he picks us up and we go like from town to town trying to get money and stuff like kind of like carnival uh-huh like that and um and you're his sweet babies. I'm his, we're sweet babies, and he trains us, and we're doing like tricks, juggling stuff. And as we go, uh, start going across the country, we start dying because one of us oh. is murdering the of rest. Of course you do. Oh, no, In but we don't movie. know which one. It's a who done it. It's a who done it. We love don't. It. We don't know which one. And then at, at the end, when we get to California, it's revealed. When there's only a few of you left. Yeah. You and Bert. Yeah. Okay. It's a perfect combination of so many genres. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a comedy. Did I say that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, my uh, I, I picture a movie poster right now mm-hmm. with a, uh, a just a giant question mark. Okay, <laughs> okay, and I then like it. I like it. It's a giant question mark, but it's like a wizardly question mark. It looks like ma- magical and stuff, and it's like space medieval? all around it. Oh. It could be medieval. It Is this the Harry teaser Potter-ish. poster? Is this okay. the teaser? It's the teaser poster. It gets right. And on the bottom, it says, "Don't be fooled by the cast that we got." Oh, oh. Yeah. oh clever nice. already. Okay. Yeah. And then it's all of us and uh, searching for ourselves. Uh, like on a, it's a documentary? Uh, it's Is this like, a foreign film? It's, it's, a, it's a documentary, <laughs> and it's, it's all our real-life personas, okay? Oh. So it's J-Lo just being J-Lo. Okay. Wow. Finally. Uh, for, finally. For and I'm time, and yeah. I literally like the f- the opening scene is just like uh, Jayla walks into the room. We're all sitting there like uncomfortable on a couch, and she's like, "Hey guys," uh, I'm like, "Hey Jayla," and she's like, "I'm Jennifer." <gasps> like that's the opening She's real. shot. Oh, yeah. Wow. And then it's okay. like me talking to Burt Reynolds and we're like arm wrestling and uh <laughs> J Lo and then Lindsay Lohan eventually like will try kissing me a couple times. Huh. Just this is just for me, by okay. the way. <laughs> and it's just a documentary about us peeling the layers off ourselves. Wow. Are you, Dan, yeah. are you gonna shoot this in black and white? <laughs> I, I think this is a sepia film. Oh yeah. No. What a wonderful tone that wow. is. Right? <laughs> two totally different concepts. Really yeah. yeah, those are two nice. great movies that a lot of people would like to see. Everyone's super In theaters, excited. This fall, guys. Oh, it's a Let's fall release it for award season. Oh. <laughs> we got to get them into Sundance, man. <laughs> What's the title of your movie? Oh yeah, it's, it's just a question mark. And then, oh wow, don't be fooled by the so cast. So people that we got. all be like, we don't know what it's called. It's just a question. Uh, mark. I'll have two tickets for I don't know <laughs> that, that thing there. I want people to be like. That's good marketing. Go. That's a good marketing play. <laughs> That's good. Because then it's funny seeing people like you're gonna get like, their money either way. Even yeah. if they hate the movie, at least they paid to go see it. Just cause yep. they have to. Exactly. Roger Ebert says it's baffling. <laughs> <laughs> well, great job on the question. Siskel guys. says yeah. nothing because he work. passed away. Oh, way to forget that. Hey, let's hear it for everybody who's alive in this room today. Yeah. All the people. In this beautiful life. None of us are zombies. None Here for pregnant women. Woo! Whatever their yeah. race. Whatever their race. Whatever their race. Whatever they smell like. So uh, as we wrap this thing up, uh, what do you guys have coming up? Now, Danny, you just got cast in a movie. Right? Yes. I'm going to be shooting a movie called Nights of Badassdom um, so in July. Cool. It's kind of a horror comedy, which I'm really excited about. Directed by Joe Lynch, uh, Steve Zahn's in it, Peter uh, Dinklage. So it's going to be fun. Awesome. And I get to play a uh, role player, sort of a Dungeons and Dragons world, um, which is a stretch. I know. <laughs> I guess the, the isn't the basic 
like logline that it's it's a bunch of LARPers, live yes. action role players who accidentally unleash a real demon. Yes, and they got to deal with them or something like that. That's exactly it. And it's kind of fun seeing how kind of fun. these people uh, who live in this fantasy world deal with reality. Whoa! That was my radio podcast nice. voice. And season two of Community. And season two of Community. Yay. Thanks everybody for watching. Yeah. Um, had so much fun. It was just such a, an amazing cast. It's, it's just great to, to work on this show. And Chevy Chase thinks I'm mentally challenged, so that's great. We have a good re- relationship. Um, <laughs> and so uh, we start up back in July, um, and uh, I'm really excited. We'll see what happens. Yay. I'm patting Daddy on the back. So sweetly. Thank you, Oscar. He's <laughs> got very gentle hands. Jo- Joel, Joel and I used to do improv. Joel McHale? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. used to do improv at the I.O. And Jessica, too, right? Or, who is it? You three or something? Or... Oh, Jessica Makinson? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jessica, Jessica Makinson, who's and, out there somewhere. In the house. And, and uh, I don't see her. Oh, she, she was. was she was, she was in the house. You're tired of her antics. And, and, uh, and Joel, yeah. Oh, and Jason uh, Weiner, the director of Modern peeing. Family. She's Janet says she's She's peeing. in the bathroom. She's oh, she's peeing. I see. Hey, there Jessica. Hey, Jessica. Jessica. Hey, how you doing? Uh, and then, Oscar, you've got The Office. I, uh, I've got The Office. Yay! Uh, seventh season. And, but more currently, I am uh, late for a nap. And uh, after that, I'm, I'm going to walk around town. And you will, of course, be taking Mr. Wiggle's spot on the Venice Beach Boardwalk. <laughs> be, I, I really brought it down. He was my mentor. Oh my but God. again, the thinnest celebrity, that was the question. Right. <laughs> no Fair one said uh, the thinnest celebrity I knew. That's very true. Well, thank We've you guys so much for thank coming you guys. on. Thank you. And thank you guys for being here. It's Thanks, been really everybody. Fun. Thank you. Uh, Please subscribe to the podcast. Uh, it's on iTunes. Uh com. Follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. And thank you guys so much. Thanks, Aspen. Subscribe to the Podculture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com. And follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.